people out there, welcome to Black and White Reviews. I'm Lee. And I clearly need to find a new tagline because mine has been hijacked. My name is Will. <laughs> and I'm Chuck. I don't think mine will ever change. <laughs> no, no. I, I think you should just do the robot voice going forward. We should, we should just put Microsoft Sam in there. It wasn't Microsoft Sam. It was like... Who was it? I have no idea. <laughs> I think its name was... Hello. I think its name was Steven. <laughs> Steve. 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 All right. What are we talking about today, guys? You're, you're running this thing. Obi Wan. Obi Wan. Oh yeah. Miss Marvel episode one. It's Obi Four. Um. Obi IB. So now we're we're over here. So we're to episode four, part four, whatever they call it. Part four. And uh, yeah. Um. Personally. Hmm. I really, really enjoyed the first two-thirds of the last episode. And this one I can say I enjoyed about 50% of it. Um, I enjoyed this stuff. episode more than last week's. This is you my did? This is my favorite episode to date. Yeah, this is the best episode to date. This hmm. was my... It, I, it was... Even though it was only half an hour long compared to the normal 45 to 50. Yeah. Um... This was my favorite. I watched it twice, and it was my favorite episode to date. I thought it was fantastic. Yeah, there were some good things to it. I mean, again, we're seeing his character start to, you know, get over his guilt a bit and start doing what he needs to do, you know, getting his lightsaber up and, you know, ing again. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, I but think- he wasn't even the main character of this episode. He no. didn't take, for me, Ewan McGregor did a great job in this episode and you see him because of the back to tank, you see, you know, not only is his body more healed, his mind's becoming a little bit more healed. You know, I guess it helps with that a little bit too. Yeah. That back to tank uh, did wonders. Yes. <laughs> yeah, uh, so that's, that's the big thing that will, will, I mean, so, it's just like any isolation chamber, you know, it gives you that meditation opportunity. Right. Well, that's but not I think the big for thing. me, that's not the big oh, thing well, at all. The big thing about no, this week, to it. the big thing about this week is that Joker 2 has been confirmed and Joaquin Phoenix is going to be coming back to do that role. That's Are the you big serious? Thing the yes, that's the big yeah. thing of the week. <laughs> For me, that's the big thing of the week. That's fantastic. All joking, um, as, all joking aside, I thought this episode was amazing from top to bottom. It was, and you, McGregor didn't steal the episode from me, this one. It was, what, it was Leia. Tala. Leia oh. was, her, this, this 10-year-old girl did a fantastic job. Oh yeah, this entire episode, and I, I was blown away by everything that she did. It was fantastic. Yeah, I love this episode. Yeah, she kind of had like a rayness to her in this, just because I mean there was the the whole force trying to get stuff out of her mind, and she's just like no, not having it when she's never really been trained. Yeah, like, but it was very different. You could see Ray like in you could see Ray Ray would struggle. You would see her right. get all tense. This 10-year-old girl was just like, are we just having a staring contest? She she was fine until she released her, and then you saw how much she was actually holding on. So, but, I mean, yeah, there's a lot of stuff that goes into it, and I I agree. Um, Vivian Lyra Blair is the the little girl, and she's doing a fantastic job. It's it's funny that we've we've talked about a lot of movies and shows lately, and we kind of go off on how amazing these young actresses have been. I, what was the other show we did? It was the same exact thing. Like we're like, wow, we are amazed at at this young actress that we just weren't expecting to steal the show. 
Was, what else have we, have we talked about recently? It was I, I, episode one and two of this show. No, no. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm drawing a blank. Yeah, no, we, we, we definitely... Oh, my God. What have we talked about in the past year? <laughs> I don't even remember. The past There's year? So many things. <laughs> yeah. A lot. So, a lot. Um, yeah, I mean, was it anything Star Wars? No. Not really. It, it was something. Anyway, whatever. It'll come to me next week like everything else does. Um, we, we did kind of go on and on about the, um, the little girl who was in Doctor Sleep. We talked about her oh, performance true. That was in you that and me. movie. That, we that was you and I. talked about her performance in that movie and how good she oh, okay. was in that. That yep, was the last yep. thing I remember where there was like a kid that I was just wowed by. Well, that's what we're, that's what I think is like, we were really kind of stuck on that. We're like, wow, you know, cause that was the main character and she definitely pulled it off. Okay. So that was just you and I, that was not Chuck. Chuck did not do Dr. Sleep. Well, let's get into the episode itself. Shall we? So starts off and Kenobi's waking up being treated by Tala. And I like how there's a lot of, there's a lot of things that are going side by side with empire specifically in this episode, which I think is fantastic. So right there, like at the end of empire, remember Luke was getting treated and then he kind of like gets that connection with, with Vader, his father, Mm. like right at the very end. So just like this, he's getting treated by her and then he goes into the back to tank. And that's where he has that force connection with Anakin. They're both in the tank. They're both isolated. And they're they're connected via the force at that point. So Obi-Wan is really getting starting to come back here. Um, and that's what kind of freaks him out and makes him like pop out of the back to tank because he's feeling that. And I, I love that back and forth shot between, you know, two burned dudes in the back to tank bonding <laughs> via the force. <laughs> you know? I think sure. it was cool how they would they would like the the camera would run down like Obi-Wan's arm and then yeah. it would flip over to Anakin mm-hmm. and there'd be no arm and it would flip right, back right. over yeah. and it was all in the same. That was fantastic. Yeah. It's just this comparison between the two showing some similarities, but then again, you know, obviously the big differences. Um, watching his heels burn, cool. watching his burns heal up too was pretty, like you could see them going from like hot red to they were, slowly heal you can slowly see them healing. healing the tank yeah right and so what's odd to me is like i know i know vader got really really burned but i mean we saw an entire series of a dude going through the whole series after being pretty badly burned and then by the end he looked totally normal he even had eyebrows again you know so it's like did 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 the empire just not have good enough back to tanks to help out kind of difficult to grow back limbs well, I'm not talking about the limbs. I'm just talking about his skin. You know, it's like, it's just another continuity thing, I guess. But anyway, I, I just because of this one thing, I'm just bringing it up. But there are lots of things that we can kind of go back and forth and compare with some of the older, um, you know, the older trilogy stuff. Um, this is, this is, this, stuff. this is more than like a force connection. This is Vader flat out forcing Obi-Wan to feel what he's feeling. Oh yeah. Like you are going to feel what it's like to lose your limbs. You are going to feel mm-hmm. what it's like to look down and not be able to see your hand. Like that's exactly what's going on here. I thought that was mm-hmm. pretty cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, we find out he hops out. They find out they're on Jabim and his first thing is where's Leia. So we get back over and we see Leia. She's with Riva and Riva just again. I feel like how many times have we heard people just say to her, nobody's coming for you? 
Like, nobody cares about you. Nobody's coming for you. I think she said it twice in this episode. Flea said it a few episodes ago. You know, it's just like everybody just wants to make her feel alone. Reeve is getting so, very emotional. Oh, she's getting super emotional. Very emotional <laughs> during this. Because she's connecting yeah. her situation with, with her Leia's. childhood situation. Yeah, it's, it's going back and forth. Um, and we're starting to see a lot more here. And it's, it's funny because I'm at a toss-up where I'm like, do I like where they're going with Reva? Do I think that she's doing a great job? It's either she's doing a fantastic job because she's conflicted, or she's not doing a good job because her interrogation style is just, like, really weak. I don't know, like where she's saying things. What like, do you I'm mean sorry, doing but the line when she says the line, I hope you like pain. I'm like, really? Who wrote this? So I was going to say, you when you like say pain. do a good job, are you talking about the actress or Rava herself? The actress. The actress. So, so, so I think this goes back and I, and I don't want to sound like I'm somebody who's sexist or racist. I know there's a huge thing going about that right now. So this is how I look at it. There's also an argument that Hayden Christensen, bear with me did a good job with his emotional stuff because of everything he went through. He did not know how to express his emotions. So it really wasn't Hayden's fault. He was acting the way that he was guided because he was supposed to be conflicted and not know how to process his emotions because of his disconnections and his trauma. I don't buy that at all. He was a bad actor. Okay. (laughs) All right. He was, he was, he was 20 years ago. Hayden Christensen was a bad actor. Okay. Well, I'm wondering if, I don't if you think, don't agree there, do you agree that that's what's kind of happening here with um with Reva? I think she's no. conflicted. I don't think she's, she's conflicted. A bad, I don't think she's a bad actress at all. I just think right. she's conflicted. Exactly. That's what I'm getting at conflicted too. Conflicted about watching what? this episode. She wants to hmm, conflicted about hurting a, conflicted about hurting a little girl. Right. Specifically in this what, episode. Like she doesn't right. want to do this, but she's just doing it because She's driven. She's driven to do it. And she's mad because I Mm -hmm. I think deep down she knows Obi-Wan is going to come for her and nobody Mm -hmm. came for Raver when she was a kid. Right. And that's the concern that she she is so mad at Obi-Wan for not coming back to save them. Because all he did was go off and hide just like a few other, you know, Yoda, the same, you know, but he he just bailed. When all these kids were, you know, being attacked by stormtroopers. I wonder everything. if she would be just as so, mad as Yoda, just as mad at Yoda as she probably. is at, um, at Obi-Wan. But because, like, Obi-Wan's, like, the front and center character, he's the mm-hmm. one getting a lot of the focus. Right. Because that was my concern, too, is there were other people who survived. Yoda, you know, and, and obviously Obi-Wan. So... Why is she focused directly on him? There must have been some type of connection that she had with him at one point before you know, the order, the order was executed. So I think it goes back to what you said in the first episode that we, um, that we kind of reviewed when we were talking about her. Mm -hmm. This is, this is Obi-Wan's fault. (laughs) Like, like you were training Anakin Mm -hmm. and he did this. Yeah. This is, and now she is is also working for Anakin. Yeah. But this is, this is your fault. Like everything that happened to me when I was a child is on you. Mm -hmm. So that's, Mm Yeah, that's there's there's a lot that's going into it. I mean, she it's it's very clear to all of us that she's one of those younglings that yes. we saw running through in the first episode. I mean, it's it's very obvious. Um, but it's like, but what else? What what are we gonna see in the she next works episode for Vader? Oh, you understand? Yeah, yeah. She works for Vader, and she's mad at Obi Wan 
because she, for for multiple reasons one she feels abandoned by him because of what he did two she blames him for what became of vader and three she wants to suck up to vader now because she's so deep into it and doing where, that's gonna so, give her so a let me ask you this question honestly where do you see where she comes from where she's mad at obi-wan when she, uh as a youngling when she was there in the temple and okay, that's all that's all her. that's all that's all an assumption where in the in the last four episodes do you see her mad at? So this is after I watched this episode mm-hmm. and last episode, my opinion on that has slightly changed. And here's how. Okay. Could she be upset or pissed off or mad with Anakin? Yes. Anakin. Were there? I mean, I mean, Obi Wan. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. Were there other Jedi masters involved with the whole around this whole thing? Of course. Yes, but they all fought, and he bailed. No, he fought. He bailed. He took the kids and left. He he, he ran and hid. Yes, as opposed to the ones that were there fighting, trying to save those kids that she witnessed. Right, but he he wasn't in that building at the time. He could have been somewhere different. We don't. We don't know that. We don't know where he was when yeah, that he, happened. Yeah, yes, exactly. we do. He was. We he, no, we, we know where he, he was. He was on Mustafar. He was on Mustafar fighting Anakin, and then immediately bailed to go like peep on peep on Luke. Like that's that's what happened. Mm-hmm. Like you right, should but, have been here. You should have been at the Jedi Temple. You should have been protecting us. Mm-hmm. Instead, I, instead, you ran. You ran to Tatooine to watch a little boy grow up. Mm-hmm. That's, but she doesn't know. She doesn't fully know that, though. No, that's true. At, she doesn't at, know why at, he left. She just knows that he left. She does, I don't right. think she has to. She doesn't have. Okay, fine. I take all that back. Then she doesn't have to know why. the The, the fact is that he left. True, mm-hmm. but I think a bigger part of it. I think the biggest part of this whole thing is she's working for Vader, and she's and Vader is ultimately the one who is. Mad at Obi Wan. She had and no other choice. At, what? She had no other choice. But to, now that she's working with him, now she's just taking on his. When she was a kid, and all this happened, she had no other option. Did she? Again, I think. You're, yeah, I because think we do a, in this episode. We do see. We do see one of them. Yeah, but so there uh, you go. Here are your options: go into this tomb or work for me. And you're a kid. Right. And as a kid, you have Vader drilling all of these thoughts and all of these anecdotes and all of these, all of this mindset into her. She's being fed his anger and frustration for the last 10 years. And now she is functioning out of that versus her own frustration. So could part of it be because of that? Yes. I think the majority of it is she's trying to gain position with Vader and she has been brainwashed by Vader and the empire for the last 10 years. So now that's all she knows. Yeah. I I think it's, as I was saying earlier, I think it's just another layer onto her character. Sure. You know, there's another motivation, you know, just when my wife asked me why I made a decision, I'm just like, because, and I give her like five reasons why I made a certain decision. And I think that's what's going on with her. She's, her drive to do these, what she's doing is for, for multiple reasons, but she also has that, that one part of her that's holding her back from going too far into it. And that's where she's conflicted and she's frustrated by it. Kind of like we saw with Kylo Ren. He was having that conflict with Ben 
in Kylo. You know, and that's where he's like, oh, can you help me? Ooh, stab your dad. Oh, I think that's totally different because that's his dad. It's more she similar has, than... She has no one that she can run to. No, it's not. But the point is you're still holding on to your old self. You know, when you've got this, this light and dark conflict inside of you, that's that's a big battle that's going on. It's an unseen battle that's happening inside. Whether or not there's something tying her back, it's just her own humanity, you know, that's still held, hold on, holding on to whatever it is. And that's why when she's seeing Leia and seeing you're away from your family, you've been torn away from your family, something that she did, you know. I don't know. Like being it's, 17, it's starting being, to get to her. Being seven or eight and then 10 years later being 17 or 18 years old and have been brainwashed for the last 10 years and mm-hmm. spoon fed the the anger and the dark side for the last 10 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but how much it, do you actually have to spoon feed her when she was somebody that like witnessed and experienced already, everything firsthand? It, exactly. Right. Well, my point. What I'm saying is you have Anakin who had 20 years of working or, you know, 12 years of working with the Jedi and now there's a true conflict. I don't think the conflict is there as much as you guys are seeing into it. I think with yeah. her, I think she's she is she is more she's being force choked by Vader and she's like I planned the whole thing. Mhm. I I don't think the conflict so, is there the way you guys are seeing it. Okay, so you're saying she's just a bad actor is what you're saying. Where where do you see the conflict? In her acting, is it the way that she's it, the when way she's on the when she's on the cusp of tears when she's getting ready to torture Leia? Right, that's one. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> she's on the cusp of tears. She was. She was on. She like, was on the cusp of crying when she was getting ready to torture Leia. And she says, "You did this to yourself, Leia." Like all these things. Like it's and, very, she's calling, it's, and she's calling her Leia too multiple times. Did you notice that? The fact that she's saying calling her by name. Yeah. And she not just. I know she knows who she is, but the point is, she's doing it because she's connecting with her. When you, if you're somebody who's like doing something and you don't care, you don't look at a person as a person. She's looking at Leia as a person, and it hurts her to do what she's doing. Or and you can see that in the acting. Or she's trying to get this ten-year-old girl to think that she's actually confide that she's actually caring about her. Yeah, they're not coming for you. We're all on the same team here. We're all doing this together. Leia read right, saw right through it. Okay, if I can do that, then can I tell my dad? Mask, masquerade yeah. off. I, I think mm-hmm. there was. I think she was showing Leia that there was conflict, but there really wasn't. It was an all an act for Leia. I don't think there was conflict because she got frustrated mm-hmm. with like that's when she was like gripping her hand. She's like, I am now. I'm like frustrated because oh, you're not giving me what I'm asking for, and I think. At this part, when she when you when she's first interrogate interrogating her interrogating interrogating, um, Leia's just like, I don't know anything. I thought this girl played it so well, and I guess, I guess if you want to say it, next to the actress who's playing Leia, Leia the, the actress playing Leia was a much better actor than the one playing Raya. So Rava, so you could say that too if you wanted to. All right. This well, 10 year old girl stole the show for me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, fantastic. That's what we're talking about. And, you know, the show was not called Leia. Oh, did you guys did you guys hear that um, Hayden Christensen was was basically saying, 
or saying that he wants his own spinoff now to explain his rise to the, to, you know, to the dark side, his rise to power. I'm like, yeah, you had that. It was called the prequels. <laughs> That's where this all Pretty started. Much. <laughs> like, he was like, I want my own spinoff now so I can show my rise to power. Like, yeah, you got yeah, that. It's, it's just people didn't like yeah, that. You, I mean, <laughs> Revenge of the Sith anyway. was a good movie. Oh, it was. You yeah. you you right. got that. You got it. You got it. Just take it. You're good. Be happy they brought you back. Really? You know, kinda. Kinda. When they didn't, <laughs> they really didn't need to. <laughs> no. They could. They could have. They could have George McFly'd it. You know, where they just had the guy upside down with makeup on. You couldn't tell. And then Crispin Glover came back and tried to sue the company. They used my my prosthetics and my likeness in order to replace me. Uh, anyway, so. Back to this, Obi Wan uh, gets to their like their little okay. What what? Bef- what before it? we continue, Grand Inquisitor is now only slated for four episodes. I told you. So <laughs> I just want to keep it going every episode. Uh, Good. Is this, is this IMDb that you're looking at? This is IMDb. Every yeah, week well, it just IMDb goes down by one. <laughs> exactly. They don't know what's going on. They're they're right here with us. Not like you're getting it directly from you know, uh, Deborah. Is it Deborah? Deborah Chow. Anyway. Um, so anyway, they get to their little base of operations where Tala is and they, um, they bumped into this character, um, Roken. Yeah. Roken, uh, played by crushed ice or, you know, that's just my nickname for, you know, the son of ice cube. Um, so, uh, that's, that's him. Crushed ice. He's there. Crushed (laughs) ice. Um, it's O'Shea Jackson Jr. Oh, did you not catch on to that, Will? Uh Oh, okay. You're just yawning. You seemed very surprised. It was it was the surprise emoji that was coming no. from your face itself. No, <gasps> no, he's just yawning. No, so, I saw him um, straight out of Compton. He looks just like him. Oh, he's the one who played young him in yes. the movie. Oh, I didn't see it. Looked That's good. That's just like him. Okay, like, that makes ridiculous. sense. I, re- I remember I remember seeing the trailer and being like, "That's really cool." That is um, creepy. So. So they basically get into this whole thing like he's not having it. You need to get him out of here. But they, but she, Tala, explains, listen, we need to find Leia because she knows everything. She knows everything that we're up to. She knows where we are. She knows where we're going. I don't know how she knows all that. Neither do I. But, okay, I guess we'll just accept it. <laughs> Told you those paintings and drawings on the wall were a bad idea. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. So find out that the uh, the Fortress Inquisitorius, as they call it, um, which is the base of operation for the Inquisitors, is on the water moon in the Mustafar system. So you've got the lava place with the castle, and then you've got the water place with the castle. There's another one that's just like, you know, gr- green and trees, another one that's going to be like wind, I guess. You know, they're just going for all these different elements, and it's it, whatever. It just It seemed like a Pokemon thing to me. Like it was, it was very like, oh, you've got the water planet and you've got the lava planet, but here they are. Um, but Tala agrees to go with Kenobi to rescue Leia since she has clearance and can get into this base. Okay, good idea. Um, this I love how every time every Star Wars thing, it's somebody all of a sudden has clearance or an old code, and I'm sitting there watching the this. Code, sir, but I'm, I'm sitting out. here watching this and going, if they say it's an old code, but it clears, but it checks out, I'm gonna. <laughs> yeah, it it was it was ridiculous. I, wanna, I am surprised I, not a single person yet in this episode had said I have a bad feeling about this. They have no, two more episodes. No. no. No, 
I um I do want to mention waiting. that before we even move on a little bit more. After Obi Wan gets out of this back to tank, he's sitting at a table and he's struggling to move a very small object. I forget what the object yes. is, but he's he's having trouble maneuvering this object using the Force. Yeah, that's right here after this conversation. So that and so as he's there, he's trying to to move. I mean, we saw him. He we saw him catch a girl. Yeah. Um. You know, and we see more from him later on. But that was like he was in a lot of pain doing that. Here, he's trying to do it. Right. I don't know. But we'll get she, there. She basically says to him, she's just like, you know, listen. He's like, I gotta go. She goes, you, you should have stayed in the back to tank. But she explains, your body's not the only thing that needs to heal. And and so many words basically says you need to get over your guilt. You know, if you're gonna save Leia, yeah. Now you, you need to forget all this this stuff that's holding you back. If you're going to do what you need to do on this mission, good advice. Yep, pretty straightforward, pretty obvious. But he doesn't want to hear it. Nope. But he listens anyway because you know he uh, he didn't punch her in the face, I guess. So, um, so we get over to this interrogation with Reva and Leah. Leia. Leah? I said Reva. No, it's Reva and Reva Leia. And Leia. <laughs> Reva and Leah. So, um. She's going off, you know, where are they? Tell me where they are. You know, if you tell me, you can go home to your family. And then Leia specifically says, I don't know anything about a path. She uses a specific terms term path. That's because so Reva says the path. Yeah, Reva says path first. Okay. So she's saying, I don't know anything about a path. She does know about a path, but the way she said it was almost as if she was trying to like play it around, saying like Oh, I don't know anything about blah, 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 but she knows about other stuff type thing, the way she said it. And I like that they're bringing this up so that the line before from the last one was what? If you want to see the path, you need to close your eyes or whatever or something like that. It was that. Oh, the way it was. The yeah, way, this is the way. Not the path, but the it way. was still referring to it in that. This sense. is the way. So they, there is a path. <laughs> there is a way. At the other end of this of this rainbow is the Mandalorian there, sure. hanging out, saying, "Hey, you know." And the crazy thing is, is is Reva will know where the other side of that is magically. Maybe, maybe, it's not magical. I've talked to many people who are like, "How does that not make sense to anybody?" You know, watch any movie. But anyway, we're not doing that today. Um, <laughs> oh, of course not. So let's let let's not talk about how this nonsensical tunnel just did not come up in this episode and get explained. I was expecting <laughs> it to happen. And it I was never expecting happened. it to happen too. Even, I was waiting. Have you I'm guys like, Googled it? Where's the explanation? Have you guys Googled it? No. I tried. Not. No answers. Really? Because I got a million answers right off the bat. And they're like, yeah, that it's not that hard to understand. Okay. Oh, they must be going in this direction. I'll go over there and I'm a bad guy. I have resources. There we go. Okay. So anyway, <sighs> they get there. So easy that the show couldn't explain it. <laughs> doesn't need to that's like saying wait a second I don't understand they were just 10 years old how were they suddenly 11 I'm like well they had a birthday but it didn't show it okay yep so yeah, one's anyway, linear one's not that makes that, sense that's okay. <laughs> yep okay yep it is also linear going forward she moved so this isn't your sector this is where we're at so Tala gets over to um to this, this guard check as she goes in there. They have this big, long, like, five-minute walk into the place where she gets stopped by by one of the um, security officers, actually the chief security officer. Um, so she comes back with this, like, you know, I'm your commanding officer. You will address me as sir. 
Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Sorry, sir. Okay. You know, I'm here because it's classified. Blah, 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 blah. And then she just goes in. How did the Empire come into power being this dumb? I don't know. This is the, the, the there are two instances <laughs> of something like this that happened in this episode, and the other one is even more baffling than this one. I don't understand how the Empire is just like all supreme, and they just things like this happen. And it's this it happens in it happens in the original trilogy too, but it's just like well, let's just say wow. that Darth Vader did a lot did a lot of angry choking <laughs> because of stuff like this. Sure. You know, that's why he was so bitter. It's like nobody does anything right around here. <laughs> so he starts choking people. Um, but that's that's where we are. So she goes ahead, gets in there. No big deal. Opens up an underwater uh, cave for Kenobi to get in. I like that he's using the rebreather like they had in, ep- in episode one. Yeah. That was kind of cool to see that come back. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. He's swimming. So, yeah. So he goes up. Comes in, there's a patrolling uh, trooper, comes by, he takes him out, and you just see him floating. Now, it's, 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 is it funny to me, or funny to you, that these, these stormtroopers are as easy to take out as the original putties from Power Rangers? <laughs> like, before they got the Z on the chest, you know, and you think, oh, kick the Z. They've like, always been easy to take out. Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, they've been trying to step them up. In, in the shows lately, like give them a little bit more. I mean, except for that scene with you, you had the two of them trying to shoot the can. <laughs> they have not stepped them up. They've always been dumb. It's, well, maybe, maybe it's because I've watched the clone wars and everything like that. And the whole point was the stormtroopers were supposed to be better than the clones because they weren't just like getting people who were just, you know, clones. Not. they were, they were recruiting people, but they're not. They're worse. The clones they're not were actually better. really, really good. Really, really good. Good aim. Really good at what the they did. Cl- yeah, the, the, the stormtroopers were fantastic. Mm-hmm. But as soon as as soon as it went Empire and they got stormtroopers, they couldn't shoot anything. Again, and how it's just how it's, how do they come to power? <laughs> it's well, the- it's funny how he how he takes them out because you don't see how he takes them out. The guys got on full armor and he goes over there and you hear like a whoosh sound and then suddenly the guy's just floating in the water. <laughs> Like, oh, like, what the heck did he do? Did he snap his neck? He got flushed. Oh, okay. He just gave him a swirly and left him in there. Sure. Okay. We'll get into more of the, I don't understand how these troopers just die. Like, it's, it's, it's a trope. They, they no, get it's a, it's a trope. It is such a trope. Like, anytime a bad guy touches water in anything like this, they instantly drown. It's like no <laughs> struggle at all. They just, dr- it's just like, you, you drank a cup of water and you're dead. Yeah. It's so. I mean, while we're here, the scene later on where the flood of water it's comes so in, and stupid. suddenly, and suddenly the troopers are all just floating there. Dead. It was an amazing shot. It was like, really cool. It was two seconds. It was they exactly. would still be struggling for air. I think not, <laughs> not just not just dead fish. not just dead. Yeah, but they got tons of water that crushed them against the walls too. <sighs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. Whatever. So. Reva, Reva, Reba McIntyre. I don't know. So she can't get into Leia's mind. Nope. Um, and as she's trying, Leia's just not even budging to like, is this a staring contest? <laughs> I think it's fantastic. fantastic. So good. The way that she did it, too. She's like, it's like is this? Okay. N- n- she knows what it is, but she's really playing like dumb. It's kind of like that line in Grandma's Boy where yeah. after he like kicks the guy's button DDR and he goes, oh, high score. D- did I break it? What does that mean? Is it broken now? So, 
Okay, Vader at the beginning of this episode, he can force use use the force so that Obi Wan can feel what he's feeling. Like he can he can extend him his his mind and his power across the galaxy and 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 touch Obi Wan, but he can't sense what's going on here with mm-hmm. Leia. No, not at all. I don't understand any of that. I don't get it either. You know, especially never mind. He's he already had to, a connection with Obi Wan, more so. He's but never really. You are part of the Rebel Alliance and a traitor. Yeah, exactly. How does he not know that's his daughter right there? How does he not know? Like that's, how does that's he not episode, sense that's one of his inquisitors issue. in the in in a room down the hall in his palace, trying to get into her mind, and it's not happening. And Leia is clearly using the Force. And Vader has so no. So that's the case. How does Vader not know that Obi Wan's there in the first place? How well? Well, because I felt something. A feeling I've not felt since. Like we, we, yeah, like, right. like, like they got that right in New Hope. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. I don't well, understand. Let's keep in this. mind that 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 a New Hope, or as it was originally just called, Star Wars. Fine. Star Wars. Star Wars. I'm still calling first. it New Hope. I don't care. I know, but Star Wars. But for for the, the sake of this conversation, Star Wars was first. Everything that came out after Star Wars is where the continuity errors come in. If you think about it, so we're comparing it because it happens afterwards and saying, "Well, Star Wars got it wrong." No, no, Star Wars got everything they did right. They cleaned all that up. Else. They cleaned all that up from a certain point of view. Oh, from a certain point of view. Sure. Yeah. Right. <laughs> They cleaned all that up. You gonna go break into song and dance about that as well? Okay. Um, wasn't wasn't that Blue Harvest or one of those three? Something, I've had the time of my life. <laughs> okay. And I've never felt so, this way before. <laughs> all right. So Rava basically looks at Leia. She's like, "I'm not buying you and how you're being." She goes, "The braver you seem, the more afraid you are." I know how you are. It's like, okay. So she's calling her out kind of like she was calling her cousin out. Um, she holds, she's got Lola in her hand and she's like, I had a droid when I was young. It was taken from me just like everything else, mm-hmm. you know? So that's pretty obvious that there was a thing going on with Lola there. Now, do you guys know this? That was actually the whole, like her having a little, little flying droid like that named Lola. That was actually a nod to Carrie Fisher. So when she was about 10 years old herself, she had a little bird named Lola. And there's actually a picture of, of Carrie Fisher who loved her bird, Lola. Aww. So, yeah, I, I, there was a comparison photo that came up. I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool. So very nice of them. Um, very nice. Basically, another dude shows up as she at Tala's over there, like, you know, opening up doors and stuff for, for Kenobi. And the dude's like, this isn't your station. So he, she leaves the comm link. On the desk, and I love, you know, as she goes to deal with this guy, and I, I love how funny it is that they even, they did it very similar to when C-3PO and r 2 left the comlink, and they were hiding in the closet when yeah. the stormtroopers were coming in New Hope. It was very similar where Obi's like, hey, hello, where are you? And it's just left there on the desk. Very, again, nods back to the original. Um, but that happens. She takes the dude out. Kenobi's calling for help. The probe droid's on patrol. There's troopers on patrol. Um, she comes back and she's like, Ben, sure enough, it's like echoing through the halls. And he's like, ah, oh, crap. <laughs> Didn't think of that. So um, the troopers get distracted and 
Obi-Wan does his, again, New Hope Force distraction. You know, make a noise over there so the troopers go the other direction. Uh-huh. Okay. I that like comes that. back. I huh? like that. Oh, yeah. No, it was perfect. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's something that he can do. It's simple enough. Um, so, um, Reva again says the people try, you're trying to protect aren't coming from you. Like, nobody's coming from you. The only person who can save you now is you. She starts going off on this whole thing, like trying to sympathize, just straight up lying to her. We're all on the same side. I'll t- and then Leia's like, okay, fine. Going right along with it, you know, purposely knows what's up. I'll tell you where they are. I just don't want anyone to get hurt. I'll have to tell my father first. That's okay, right? Because we're all on the same side. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Reva's not having it. Nope. She, but her response is, well, first, nice try, princess, was a great line. But I hope you like pain was a really stupid line. Yeah. And I and it's again, it just goes right up, right up there with I am what you made me like. It's just a bad line. Like, I understand it makes sense. It fits. But the line is just sloppy. It's just bad writing. Not everything is perfect. I know. But when you have somebody say a line like that, you know, where it's like it's a buildup. And they say it like that. If somebody, if she said it in passing, sure. Oh, I hope she likes pain because of blah, blah, blah. Like, okay, great. No, I hope you like pain. Cut scene. I'm like, really? Okay, <laughs> Famelda not... hide face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this one, real freaking ugly. <laughs> oh, yes. Famelda hide face. <laughs> that was my oh, favorite man. line in the whole movie. It's ridiculous. Oh, that so, was perfect. I'm just saying every movie uh, has bad lines. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm sorry, guys. I have to pause this right here. Can we pause? Yeah. Okay. I I really have to go to the bathroom, and I'm going to explode if I don't. Okay. All right. Ugh. From Melvin Hyde Base. <laughs> Network is on is up on thing now. I've been listening to it. Yeah. <clears throat> I can't wait for... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> they live to come out. That was so good. That was a good time. That was a good time. You should just let this whole thing go. What, just leave all this empty space? <laughs> just leave all of it here. Hey guys, can you pause? I have to explode. So you looking forward to Joker? Now that I heard about that? Oh heck yeah. <laughs> I think I heard that what yesterday or, or or Wednesday. I saw like the headline of it that um the sequel was gonna be coming out and Walking Phoenix and everything. So I'm like, oh, that's interesting. So that would be phenomenal. Joker two. Look at that. Joaquin. I really, I really love that movie. I really love that movie. I mean. Joker was the first R-rated. That's interesting. Joker was the first R-rated, like superhero movie or comic book movie, to make over a million dollars, a billion dollars in the box. Huh. Rated R movie. How much did Deadpool make? I thought Deadpool.
I think Joker was better than Deadpool. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Personal. Yeah. Yes. Joaquin yeah. Phoenix did a fantastic job. Joaquin Phoenix is amazing. What are they going to do, though? Because they introduced Bruce Wayne at the end of Joker as a kid. They don't have to... I really wish they had the same timeline. So do I. So Batman would have fit right in. So do I. It would that be would perfect. Perfect. That would have fit so well, comparative to, you know, 30 years later. 40 they, years later. They didn't introduce... Did they introduce Falcone and Joker? No, it was just Joker. It was just it was just him. Yep. There was no other quote unquote villains that they introduced no, in, no. the, in the movie. I think I mean if, if, they, if it was Falcone a, be- a villain. Well he is. He's a side villain, like he's he a was side in villain. Batman begins. He's not like a main villain of Gotham. I n- I've never considered Falcone to be like a main villain of Gotham. He's 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 the man behind the curtain of all the main villains. In a way? Well, like, even in Batman Begins, Falcone, you know, the one controlling it all, everyone's paid by him. So when you have someone like Joker come in and not following his orders and just, like, in Dark Knight Rises, he steals all of Falcone. See, that could be a really interesting story. Falcone wants to like buy Joker, but it just doesn't like that could be a really interesting story. You don't need Batman for that. Right. That well, could they, be, they they alluded that to that cool. in Bat they alluded to that in Dark Knight. When he's like, You wanna see a magic trick? I'm gonna make this pencil disappear. disappear. You know, that whole thing was he was taking people from Falcone. Yeah, but I'm 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 more I'm more I I understand where you're coming from. I'm just more talking about like what they could do for the story in in this sequel. Because I don't no, I think th- be... I, I don't I kind of don't want to see Batman. I want it to be a Joker film. I don't. Oh wanna, yeah. I don't want to see Batman. I don't want to see Bruce. I don't want any of that. Well, I don't Bruce want, will I be. Don't want Bruce will be in it. Bruce will be in a it. A teenage Bruce, a young Bruce. You know, fine. Right. But I don't want like. I don't want like the hero you know to come into this movie I want it to be more of a Joker film and I think like I'll well that's what Gotham was Gotham was not really about Bruce Wayne as oh but it wasn't about Batman it was about everything else it was yeah, but about, Gordon yeah but Gordon was, was the Gordon. hero of that of that story I don't want True. that for, for the Joker sequel I want it to continue along like the same theme as like the original film that's why oh, I was yeah. saying to Truck I think a really interesting story would be like to, for them to introduce a, a, a Falcone type character like somebody mm-hmm. with the money and like you have Joker who does not care about that at all. Right. I think right. that would be really cool. Yeah. Anyways. Okay. Where were we? So so at this point, Leia is tossed into a torture chair. Sure. It's, it's um so kind of like the the backwards version of um Han Solo's, you know, ah thing that was on um Bespin. Yeah. But it's actually this exact thing that she's hooked up to. It's actually seen in Rebels um, with this character, Kanan, who's, who's actually voiced by Freddie Prince Jr. <laughs> throughout it. Um, 
But yeah, so she gets put into that thing, and okay, that doesn't look like it's going to be good. But Ken Kenobi finds a tomb. We have the line in there, this isn't a fortress, it's a tomb. And I'm like, wait a second, this was Lord of the Rings. Um, this is no mine, it's a tomb. Mm. So, straight up. Mm. Okay. As they're going through and seeing all these... What, Chuck? I watched it twice. The first character we saw, mm -hmm. to me, it was a shriveled up Jar Jar. <laughs> That's what it looked like. That's, yeah. Yeah. Kind of what so it looked I like. I don't know. I think the idea is that these were, um, you know, Jedi, or not Jedi, but Force-sensitive people that they captured. Um, but why were they putting them in this, I don't know, looked like... Um, like it was Jurassic Park and it was tree sap, you know, putting them in the ang in the amber or something. Um, why are they keeping them in there? The I think the the thoughts were they were considering cloning. Maybe they were using them for cloning experience uh, experiments. They somewhere. were dead. Yes, they're dead, but they still have. You can clone the dead. Yeah, yeah, you know, anybody can. What's <laughs> the matter with you? <laughs> well, they were, they were on display. <laughs> They were, yeah, but just Very like, much. I mean, we, we, we've seen it in, in Mandalorian, we've seen it in Rise of Skywalker, you know, all these tubes where they've been doing some type of cloning or whatever, so uh, it's just, you know, it is what it is. But one of them we do recognize to a point is a young um, Jedi um, who was, you know, Dumbly. one of those kids running away. So um, I'm wondering if there's a direct connection between Reva and that kid. You know, if he's one of the kids in the beginning or just happens to be a young Jedi, so it's there, maybe. Um, Join me they, they or this will be your fate. Like, it's maybe clearly, maybe. yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I think also, too, is they. I think they focused, they focused a lot on each person that was in there. I thought they were going to show us, like, specifics, and they showed mm -hmm. seven or eight different people within this tomb, and... They did. I... I it didn't go anywhere no, except for the no, youngling. No. But I wish they had, I wish there was like, that's why I went back and watched it. And I thought maybe that first one was Jar Jar because mm. he had the, the long ears and it, he was just shriveled up and it was just, but I don't think it was. Thank um, God that Reva is taking her sweet time torturing Leia in the next <laughs> room so that Obi-Wan can have time to walk down this corridor and look at and tunes. look at all of these characters that nobody knows. <laughs> so I, I did, I did some research to see, you know, if they were specific references to other characters in some of the extended universe stuff. And I, I didn't see anything that was direct, you know? Um, so, and they clearly used like real people, you know, like some of those people were just real people frozen like that, you know, not in real life, you know what I'm saying, but the real actors, you know, not just like some weird CG thing of, of somebody in, sure. in, you know, frozen. So I'm wondering if that's going to go somewhere, if maybe they're going to get freed, if they're not really dead. I don't know what they're doing. But it just, it, it did seem very odd that they went through so many people and they didn't just have glances. You know, if it was just a glance, you know, some fake frozen people, that would make sense. But the fact that they were actually using real actors and actresses, it makes me think they're going to do something with it. In a galaxy far, far away, we have the demolition team. Taco Bell is a five star is a five star <laughs> restaurant. All these characters are brought back to life, and then all mayhem happens. But the problem is, they're not going to know how to use the three seashells. Yeah. Well, of course not. So they need yeah, Sandra Bullock. <laughs> <laughs> so as this is going on, he finally hears Leia, who's screaming out, 
help me. Like I'm dying. Somebody help me, you know, screaming. And he also taught it to create a distraction while he runs down the corridor. So she goes ahead. Tyler creates the distraction. And it's like, as soon as that happens, some, you know, another officer comes up. She goes, this can't wait. So of course, Raven's just like, ah, let's stop when this thing's like, you know, this close to Leia's head. Let's just stop it here and then just leave the room. Okay. So she leaves the room. There are two stormtroopers left there. There's more than that two. Was pre- that was pretty. Are you sure? I thought there were like only four. two. Can I, can, can we, she, she's screaming help. And mm-hmm. Obi-Wan hears her. Why doesn't Vader hear her? Well, because he's close. Sure. <laughs> yes. He's there. I, <laughs> I know. And we've been, and we've been saying this the whole time. I mean, no, Vader's not there. He, he shows up later on. Okay. Okay. He, when does he show yeah. up? He comes right out. Force chokes after. the whole, yeah. Yeah, yeah but he's coming, after. he's coming out from inside the, you never see him land. You never see a ship there. That's why I always assumed oh, he was oh, just you're right. there. So, you're he right. Was, so he must have just been there the whole time. I, that's why if you I don't was, see it on camera, it never happened. You're right. Really? <laughs> he clearly wasn't you're there. That's not where really he lives. He, that's the moon. He lives on. He lives on the other planet with the lava. That's where he was at. So he hopped in his ship and came up to the moon. Sure. That's, okay. Yeah. So anyway, Rave is having this conversation with Tala. If this was Rava any is... other franchise except for Star Wars, you would want to see all of this. You would be the first one to complain. How did he get there? Why did you he come would. in from inside? You in... would be he honest, was inside. If this was he, he any was... other franchise. She the... was in an office. You but have I'm... to go through a door to get in there. You can't just go through the window. She wasn't in an office. She was out on the the deck where all the planes, where all the ships were taking off. Are you sure she was still there? Uh-huh. She was turned, she had just confronted Obi-Wan. Well, he probably has VIP parking and he came in a different entrance. The A-Wings yeah, came in and took them all out person. and she is, the A-Wings come in and take them all out while they're on the loading bay, wherever there is. He jumps in the ship. She turns, she's using her lightsaber to deflect Fire, um, pew, pew, the, pew, pew, the, pew, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all, all no, the, actually, all the she, pew turns, she turns Just, around, she starts walking, and Vader's walking out from where she originally was, mm-hmm. and then he force chokes her with mm-hmm. the other two Inquisitors behind him. Uh-huh. So, VIP. not immediately after. It was after VIP. it was already reported. <laughs> it was VIP. immediately yes. after. She turned Those around. A-wings. Those are not A-wings. Those are snow speeders. Oh, whatever. Speeders. Whatever. Yeah, A-wings. You see them on Hoth. Pew, pew, okay. pew, pew, pew. She pew, turns pew. around from deflecting <laughs> the fire from that, being shot at, and uh-huh. he's right there. It wasn't? Well, that's not what happens. That's exactly no. what happens. No. That's exactly he, what she, happens. She was... She turns... already away. No. She's deflecting the she's guy deflecting, that... She's there's deflecting... There's the one blast. of those... There's one yeah, of those I, I know ships standing that. there shooting at her, just hovering there. She's deflecting it, and then the other Inquisitor, the fifth brother, comes in yes, and then throws the, the, the Inquisitor. Thing. The other Inquisitor Vader shows is up, correct. with the Inquisitors. He throws mm. the thing at her, turns around, and Vader's right there. I don't... I didn't think that Vader was there, because the first time we saw Vader was when he was reprimanding her. On the loading dock. 
in that area. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah in the area, would... in the general area. The point is, how did he get there? He flew. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It some some of the stuff that you guys have issues with, like these little, like how did he get to that side of the room? It's like he walked. I don't understand why that is. No, 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 is he is is Obi is it suggesting that Obi Wan is stronger with the Force than Vader is? Like what what is exactly happening here? And your whole thing is well, he wasn't there. Okay, how does he just magically show up later then? Um, he got there. Hold on, I'm looking at this here because it doesn't really make much sense to me. The Inquisitors. What doesn't make up. sense to me is the Inquisitors are not with Darth Vader. It's 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 the two inquisitors. There's a fifth sister, or whatever, whatever she is. Fourth sister, fifth brother, and then a an officer. They're not with Darth Vader. I'm They're still walking. under the impression that Vader is somewhere in this facility, just down the hall in a room. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. He wouldn't be on that planet. That's not his place. He, he was probably hanging. He was probably hanging out in his back to tank back over at the lava place. She turns around and he's right there. <laughs> she doesn't, she doesn't turn around. And he's right there. It's the next scene. Oh, it's another scene. It's the direct, you're right, you're right. They cut scenes because they cut from where she was to where she's walking to. She's right there and Vader is walking towards her from inside the facility. She's no, She, she gets done no. deflecting she's, the pew pew no. pews. She goes back inside <laughs> and he's right she, there, force choke and, we're, and, and Bob's your uncle. She deflects the pew pews and she's talking to fifth brother. And a couple of stormtroopers. And she He's turns. basically ripping she on her. Goes next back thing you know, in. next thing you know, she's in a room. Not outside, not in the loading dock. She's in a room that's underwater. Look at the scene again. She's in a room underwater. There is water surrounding the room. They are not outside. Okay. She is in she is in an okay. office having her meeting with the principal who's mad. That's what's happening. So let me ask you this. She then. waited for him to come down so they can have this talk. He and waited. He was for, not happy. He waited for her to come down. So he's down. No, he wasn't. He wasn't waiting for her. She waited for him in a room, and he came into the room, hands ablazing. Okay, that's what happened. Watch it again. That's exactly what happened. He comes in through the door, and she's there, and he's flying in that room, and she's already up in the air. What I want to know is when he opened the door and he looked down the tunnel, how did she know? How did he know where she was on the other side of it? <laughs> because, again, resources. They know what's going on. Resources. Resources for this hidden secret tunnel. Hidden. Oh, my God. Secret. It's a, it's a secret. Apparently, it wasn't a big secret. So there, so she, Tala, oh my God, you know what's, what's crazy about it is we're talking about something like seven scenes later. We're still back on the whole Florum thing. Keep going. So, just, just, oh, I love it. Go. So Tala comes up with this whole baloney lie to Riva saying, oh yeah, they're on Florum. I found evidence. Let's gather all of our resources and take them out at the root and we'll be done with all this stuff. Riva's not having it. And Which I don't like, understand it, why she why she's not believing her. There's nothing for her to give away that says otherwise. The force told her that she lied. <laughs> there you go. She's not yeah. believing her. 
Yeah, this. Okay. Why? <laughs> that this, makes more sense. That makes yeah. more sense because Tala is not force sensitive. Like she can't manipulate the force in any any type of way. There's no evidence to support anything like that in Reva. Yeah, but she's not. I, she's not mind read. She's not mind reading her. She's just like no. Tala just says it. And she goes, "No, you're lying." Yeah. Well. I actually, how, how do you, have, I actually have a really easy time stomaching this. This is believable. So, so the, well, the thing was, she never, she had a, a um, an inkling, you know, that she was lying, but she wasn't fully convinced. She was just, she was like 75% sure that she was lying. Eh? That's how she was saying it. She goes, you know, if you are telling the truth, blah, blah, blah. But either way, I'm going to send you down here for debriefing and they'll, they'll figure it out. But she she says like just admit that you're a spy because that's what she's used to doing is trying to draw people out who are in hiding right that's her job yeah so and I I love how Tala's just like well of course I'm a spy and and Rava's like thrown back like you just admitted it like like that she's like yeah and and basically says that she's been a spy for them trying to infiltrate the Jedi okay that's an interesting way to do it you know because anybody could just say that and it worked for a second. But then they were like, you know, Kenobi's taking out troopers that are guarding Leia. And that scene was awesome. You know, dark room. Hey, what's going on over here? And then suddenly these guys are done. Loved it. I love the other stormtrooper. There's no way out. (laughs) Yeah, there's no way out. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So the probe droid um, finds Kenobi and Leia. And that's when the alarms go off. And Reva immediately knows because they're in the middle of this conversation. Immediately Reva knows it's, it's him. And she's like, yeah, take Tala out of here. As soon as Rava's, uh, like, out of sight, Tala just takes out these stormtroopers like nothing. She smacks <laughs> one just... of them in the helmet. Yep. Because, though, though, I don't and understand. And it knocks him out. Helmets, I don't understand <laughs> what these helmets are. Um, you, you remember that scene? Th- there was one scene that was actually amazing when it came down to helmets. And it was the scene where the troopers were going after the armorer. And um and the Mandalorian and the armor was like she, she smashed open their helmets with the with the hammer. Yeah, that was amazing. That was believable. But if you go ahead and like smack a trooper in the head, not even hard. Not even she hard. Just, it's she, like oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's like a it's like a James Bond film. And the other one, she reached underneath his helmet and tickled his chin. <laughs> <laughs> My weak spot. And she grabs him enough. and pulls him down. This is enough. Yep. Well, she grabs she grabs his blaster and then shoots them both. Okay, fine. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. She yeah. grabs, but I'm saying, she just it was enough to distract them <laughs> at first. You <laughs> smack one and grab smack another them. one, and it's enough to distract the smack them both. And tickle. Of them. What? <laughs> okay. Oh man, I don't know about so, that one. <laughs> so we've got Kenobi running down the hall, full on deflecting shots with his lightsaber. Yes. this was great to see. Yeah, this was this cool. Was awesome to see. This, yeah, I mean, anytime you have a corridor scene, I mean, obviously our favorite corridor scene is is Vader at the end of Rogue One. It's fantastic. This is nowhere near up to that level. Um, we saw it again with Luke coming in to rescue Grogu, um, and the whole crew. Um, it's probably the we best scene of all in all of Star Wars, in my opinion. That scene in Rogue One? One? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, no, Rogue One, it was fantastic. I say Luke was up there because it was it was cool to see Um, when he was crushing the droid like that was that was pretty awesome. But then again, we're talking movies versus shows, so I can't compare the two and say which one's best, but I like them both. Um, So he's over there going down. Rave is on her way. You know, another one of those things where you see her running and she just never really gets anywhere at all (laughs) until like the very end. So that's nice. 
more troopers and deflections until he closes a door with one of his blast deflections. And um, basically, as as we're seeing that, there's a cracked window and water is starting to slowly, you know, the pressure is starting to make that crack even more and more and more. He uses the force to hold that crack back right. after they close that door, which, I mean, he's doing whatever he can with what he's got right. currently and how connected he is. And he couldn't. They're coming out. A, he couldn't move. He couldn't move a a, nope. a piece of whatever metal was on the table when he got out of the back of the tank. He went from that to deflecting blasts with a lightsaber, and now he this is, is a holding this, back a window of water. This no, this <laughs> well, is this is he the held this it back a lot better, but he's this working is, his way up. This is this is uh, mom with kid underneath car yes, lifting up car very much stuff. Right, so very I buy much it. So. You do yeah, just so like I, when she fell off the roof. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. He was so. he was having a very hard time with the window. Oh, absolutely. Like it wasn't because easy if, for if him. It was, wasn't if he easy. Was full, if he was full back to where he was ten years prior, it would have been you know a walk in been, the park for him. Right. He could have done that while he walked and then just said, "Okay, let go, shut the door." But instead, he. <sighs> I, I wonder about the physics of this. I mean, I, I understand we're talking about, a, you know, a galaxy far, far away. And it was a long time ago, so maybe things were different. Whatever. But the point is, how fast would that water flood in there? Pretty quick, I would though. assume with a window crushing like that, it would probably have enough force to crush the other windows and fill that room pretty quickly. Well, but if instead, you watched, he actually spread the crack all the way down. So those first windows broke open first, giving him time to run. Is that what he did? That's exactly what he did. Oh, okay. I didn't see that. That makes more sense then. But still. So the one in front of him didn't break till the, it was the third window to break, which it should have been the first, but he spread the crack all the way down. So that way by the door, it came in, flooded the, hit the stormtroopers. He Mm. ran, you know, and I will say at least this scene, I mean, it's impossible to run from like the way it was filling up with water, him running from it. Mm. But I buy this more than um, than the group of than the, in the happening when they're running across the field and the wind is chasing them. Yeah, <laughs> and you see well, the wind. I think what should have happened is should there should have been like a tube or like a, an escape um, tunnel that goes up. So when the water comes, all of a sudden Obi Wan Kenobi just gets shot out of it like a geyser and. Uh, and Mace Window you know. was waiting there to. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been fantastic. For those okay. who don't get the reference, Die Hard with a Vengeance. Die Hard yes. with a Vengeance. You so, know what though? Um, he would have been. He would have died sixteen <laughs> times over in that film, especially oh that part. <laughs> especially oh. that part. Yeah. Well, then they, then they had to one up it, one up it with him jumping off of or hanging on a jet and then diving between two pieces of highway. Um. Okay, so more troopers and deflections, blah, blah, blah. Door gets shut. He somehow makes it with not a drop of water on him. There's some water coming in through the crack, and then you just see all of these troopers just floating there like a lava lamp on the other side <laughs> yeah, of, of the door. Yeah, pretty much. And I'm like, why are they all just suddenly incapacitated? Like, I just, just, like it would make more sense if they were like, ooh, ooh, inside. My thought process is they got no. knocked unconscious by the water <laughs> All of them. Every single one Every of them was completely unconscious. Yeah. <laughs> no. Now, wouldn't now? Can somebody please explain to me what the purpose of these helmets are? 
What do these helmets even do? I don't because know. they're not strong. No, they don't provide any type of breathing assistance. None. All is it? Is it just a walkie-talkie? No, they're musical. In, they're musical instruments. <laughs> that too. Okay. <laughs> yup, nub. So, um, Kenobi. <laughs> so, so they they put Kenobi in a big coat and a hat so he can sneak out. This was so and nobody, stupid. And nobody and nobody notices that he has four legs as he sneaks out with Leia hidden right. It's next not just to her. that he has four it, legs. It's that nobody like looks at this man walking around with this giant trench coat and like this obvious growth yeah. on the side mm-hmm. of him. <laughs> hey, hey, we don't know what type of creatures and species are on this. You know, happen to be working for the Empire. He could be some creature who has like a small child that grows out of the side of him. I don't know. Um, but <laughs> I saw a- this and I'm like, okay, I think the, the thought process here is, you know, hey, this is the best we've got. And as long as we keep on walking because there's other stuff going on, people might not see. But if they do see, I've got a lightsaber. Sure. That's basically what they were doing. Like, just hurry up and go. It's just better than not having a coat on. Okay. So uh, <laughs> they hide through. The Inquisitors arrive here. Rava comes out with purge troopers. So purge troopers are actually really cool. They were the they were like these high-ranking stormtroopers, all black, that worked with the Inquisitors. So it was cool to see them there. She comes out, starts, you know, immediately yells traitor, and again says, a child and an old man. Was it worth it? She's just so mad at Riva for for uh, not uh, at Tala, rather. Yeah. Um and taking it like she's like not even it's funny because she's she's talking to Tala, not even talking, not even saying anything to Kenobi, who she's finally, you know, again, seeing face to face and Leia, who's there now. What's it's funny because to me she here is ultimately that, doesn't care about Obi-Wan. She just cares about fulfilling the requirements of Vader. Yeah, so she, she cares to, about getting Obi-Wan. Yeah. Yeah, but she's not going to have a focused, She was focused so, so much here on just being mad at Tala. Yeah, but she's because Obi because she doesn't have a personal vendetta against Obi Wan. I don't okay. buy that she does. She 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 said it. She said it like early on, like in the first or second episode. She was specific, specifically focused on him. I know she was specifically focused on him because the Vader, way she said it, though, because Vader asked her to be specifically focused on him. Okay, that's a theory. Um. Again, until we see her side of everything, which we will get sometime in the next couple episodes, because there's only two left, um, we're not really going to know exactly what her big beef is. Is it just because she's sucking up to Vader, or is it because she's specifically, um, you know, mad at him? I think it's a combination of the two. I think it has to. It, that's why she's where she's at and how she's responding here. I think it really is just a big combo. But anyway. We think everything's all done, and then these snow speeders arrive. Interesting that they're snow speeders. A wings would have made some sense too, but snow speeders. I think it's like they have what they have, and it worked. Yeah. Um. So they show up. Yeah. And this is like this is like the spark of the rebellion. Like this is not like, uh, you know, the, the the rebellion's not that whole tunnel. Not, that whole tunnel and the art and everything on the wall. That the rebellion's been going on for a while. So so there's the resistance. There's the rebellion. So resistance is what avoiding, and then rebellion is actually fighting back. Yeah. So I think they're still in resistance mode at this point. Um, yeah. But they're so they're not technically a rebellion because a rebellion pretty much gets um, really brought up with the um, the organas are kind of like leading that, but they're in secretive. And there's a lot to it, but it's not technically rebellion yet until years later when like Star Wars Rebels takes place. So, um, 
they're there. Get in, get in, get in. They all get in, and there's this dude, Wade, who's flying one of them, who's just sitting there toying with Reva. And as he's leaving, she tosses out, it's either a battery or a fuel cell, throws that up at him, and it, and it blows him up. So now, again, this is what's really sparking the re- rebellion. It's not so much like they're, they're resisting in, a, in trying to be safe, but now it's, that's where Tala says to the, um, the other girl who was flying the other snowspeeder, hey, now you're soldiers. You know, we're losing people now. People are dying when we're trying to do rescue missions. This is really starting to become a rebellion now. Yeah. So, um, fifth brother's not happy. Basically, he's like, yeah, I knew you would mess this up. You mess everything up. I hate you. Blah, blah, blah. And then um, we see Reva, who's waiting in a room underwater, and Darth Vader comes in to reprimand her. He comes in, like I said, he was on fire. I mean, not literally, we've already seen that, but he came in and like the door was barely open and he already had her up in the air, which was just like he was toast, like just he was done. He's like, you were warned what defeat would bring. I will tolerate your weakness no longer. Very Vader line, very angry. She explains, I've got a tracker on the ship. And then he puts her back down. Okay, it seems I've underestimated you. Right. He's like, you certain? Are you certain the tracker's with him? She goes, where he goes, it will follow. Okay, pretty obvious that there was a tracker somewhere with Leia. Um, and yeah, that's where we go. Um, so Wade's gone. The team is kind of mourning on the ship, and Leia holds Kenobi's hand. They look up, blah, blah, blah. Okay, I'm here. We're doing this together. And Lola now has red optics instead of blue. And scene. So. Okay. Excellent. Makes sense. Makes sense that she would, um, you know, sabotage Lola to make it a, a tracker. Um, which, okay, that's, that's pretty good. I love when Vader's I, I like holding ending. her up and, you know, choking her and everything. And her first words are, I let them go. Mm-hmm. And he releases her. So that she can talk. Right, right. That's what it was she said. Yeah, yeah, okay. They need to finish the show. Yeah, I guess so. (laughs) (coughs) Yeah. Hmm. I have to say, Hayden Christensen, though, is doing a fantastic job (laughs) in this. (laughs) His acting performance is bar none. Thank God they got him back to do this. They spent all that money that anyone could have done. So far, it has been him in a back-to-tank with a whole bunch of makeup and prosthetic. Yeah. Two scenes. <laughs> and no, 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 no. He, he, was, he was himself on the planet. Oh, yeah. He, Off in the yeah. distance yeah. as a vision. Yeah. But listen, think of it this way, though. Aside from the voice, when we watched The Mandalorian, the big thing we got out of it was he his... His mannerisms, the way he moved, spoke more than everything else in that show. Like, we got a lot of character out of um, uh, Pedro Pascal. Pedro Pascal is a much better actor than Hayden Christensen. There's no comparison here. True. And his helmet comes off often after a while, so you have to see him, actually him. Yeah, until until they write it in that he regrets it and is now going on a quest to, to never take it off again. But no, I'm I'm talking about just the scene where Vader comes in and he's just like ripping her apart. Okay, so it I was so I need to ask you this based on what you just said, which is all fantastic. Between I, this Rogue One and the original trilogy, 
Do you see any real difference in how Vader walks? I see zero difference. Here, yes. There's you do? zero. There's zero. No, here. Here I do. The way that well, again, it's the way they shoot it because when they showed Vader walk before and everything, it was always like a like a mid close up. Um they never really saw him from a distance. So here we're seeing him. I'm like I'm I'm rewatching it right now and I'm just playing it back. When he comes in, he is like on fire. Right, but he was on fire in Rogue One, not Hayden Christensen. Right. Right. Uh-huh. I'm not I'm just I'm just saying that that's what he did here. I'm giving him a little bit of credit. Don't poo poo all over the guy no just credit. because. I give him zero okay. credit. <laughs> he doesn't deserve any zero credit. credit. Somebody, somebody has to show him a little bit of love. No, <laughs> this was this was unnecessary. I go back to what I said in the original in in the first episode that we did. He is doing this mm-hmm. for the credit alone. He yep. he just wants his name attached to something good. That's it. Yeah, of That's course. That's it. And and of course, this was so unnecessary. Now, See, what, what it's would you not do like C three PO where you are. It like it's not like C three. What is it? Anthony Daniels, where he the only character, the only character he has ever played, ever, mm-hmm. is C three PO. And the yeah. way he actually moves is is him. You know, that's all oh, yeah. him and his voice mm-hmm. and everything. <clears throat> the the, I think one, two, three, four, five, six. At least six different people have donned the suit of Darth Vader. And there's no difference between any of them. <laughs> and everybody only knows one person. James Earl Jones. Yeah. Pretty much. Nobody cares mm-hmm. who's in the suit. Mm-hmm. I've Nobody. never cared who was in the suit. Well, people seem to care about, like, Kane Hodder, who played uh, Jason for all those movies. It's like, you could put anybody in that costume. But that's the thing. I think... You know, if you if you watch a movie like or watch, let's say, The Mandalorian, where he never takes his mask off, if anybody else was in that suit, it wouldn't have been the same. Pedro Pascal is a phenomenal actor. I know. An, it, but imagine imagine if he was just the voice. It wouldn't have gone the same way. I'm willing to bet if you took any other Class C actor, put the suit of Darth Vader on him, and said, I want you to walk from point A to point B, and... Cup your hand like this so it looks like you're force choking somebody. You don't, you don't, you uh-huh. don't even need a C-list actor. Get anybody no. that's over 6'1 and just <laughs> throw them in that suit. That's all you need. Call it a yeah. day. Call it a mm-hmm. day. The cameraman could, could, could get in the suit and walk around. Throw your arm out. Pretend like you're choking. Move your helmet around. Pretend like you're talking. Eh, good enough. That's, that you don't need do anything I, else. I, I do apologize. For the first time, he does a quick look to the left or to the right because he thinks he sees Obi-Wan behind a crate out in the sound. Hayden Christensen did fantastic (laughs) going from looking straight to looking to the left. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Nope. Yep. They could have paid anybody else a third of what, a quarter of what they paid him to accomplish the same goal. Look slightly up and to the left ominously like you're thinking. (laughs) It's, it's, It's not, I don't know. I don't know. I I still, we have two more episodes, and it seems like every time we've been doing any of these Disney Plus shows, we we have a lot of things to say for a while, and we're like, eh, like, I keep going back to um, The Falcon and Winter Soldier, where it was like, is this going somewhere, is this going somewhere, and then in the last, like, episode... It's, it was actually really, really good. It was a great final episode that, that filled in all the gaps, and it all made sense. Um... I'm trying to be hopeful that's going to happen here. 
You know, it's so far, I mean, I where's, know you guys obviously agree that this is much better than Boba Fett. This is much better than Boba Fett. Watching exactly. paint dry is better than Boba Fett. But where so where's 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 um where's Qui Gon? He's coming. He's coming. Uh-huh. He, he's he's going to come when he needs to come. He's not. He doesn't uh-huh. need to be there yet. He's uh-huh. gonna. It's gonna happen. Uh huh. It's gonna happen. Okay. Okay. Just like he. Just like he showed up at the end of Rise of Skywalker. Okay. What was his voice? He didn't show up. It was his voice. <laughs> I know. I know. Which is what I'm saying. All of if their voices. Use, if they use him, yeah. they'll use his voice. You won't see him though. Mm-hmm. I, I think. I think we'll see him. I really think we will. I don't. Okay. Two weeks. Two All weeks. Right. A couple weeks. of things I'm really happy about with the show so far. One, is the Grand Inquisitor looks very dead, and I'm happy about that. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> that is such a. That is such. Baloney. Oh my god. For Filoni. Beautiful. It's Filoni. And the other. And the other. The, the other thing that I'm really happy about, and I know you and I kind of disagreed about this, Lee. I'm really glad that they're not making this about Luke at all. Oh yeah, I, no, I, don't, so I don't disagree with that. Of Luke, I, I just I don't, I don't disagree with that see, at all. I don't want. Well, you were you you were the one who. Oh, we'll see Luke, and he'll be doing the blah 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 blah. He'll play. You were kind of on that. I in I no. I would well because I was thinking, and this is where this is where the issue runs into it. Um, where we run into the biggest issue. Leia is developing quite the relationship with Ben. Here. Which makes no sense. <laughs> Which makes zero sense if it's supposed to tie into the original trilogy. Because she comes off with this, like, sh- she's like, um, the whole General Kenobi, you worked with my father in the Clone Wars. Not like, hey, it's me. <laughs> you saved my life. Again, you saved my life. We developed some a relationship. I you held know? your like, hand on the ship. Things. Yeah. Like, it's, it's weird. And then we go back to, like, when he dies in A New Hope. She doesn't like. She, she barely bats an eye. <laughs> She's like, "Luke, come on, it's too late." And they get back on the ship, and that's it. Like, again, <laughs> that's because we're trying to ta- fill in gaps from a movie that came out in 1977 that was just a one-off when it first came out. What I think so, would have been better <clears throat> is have anybody else but either Luke or Leia, and then just have the primary storyline instead of an Inquisitor and him. Have it be Darth Vader and him. Yeah, it could have been. It's just, it's, they went in a direction that I don't think many people expected. Um, and putting Leia in there is is just, every every moment she's in the show <laughs> makes it less, ma- makes it make less sense that she doesn't have a relationship with him later on yeah. when, they, when they bump into each other. It's you know, I mean, she weird. barely sees him, but still, like, she does say, Ben Kenobi, where is he? Like, that's about it. Like, when, when he's like, I'm here with Ben Kenobi. You know, when she hops up, like that's that shows a little bit of like, oh, I remember Ben Kenobi. But I mean, we get on here too, um, when she's talking with Reva, um, that she now knows that his name is actually Obi Wan Kenobi and he's straight up a Jedi. They call him she knows general. that be- um um Crush Cube calls him general. <laughs> crush Crush Cube Crushed Ice. Crushed Ice. Crush Cube Crushed Ice. Yeah, Ice Cube's son uh, calls him General in this son of like, Ice Cube. The son of Ice Cube calls him General. <laughs> yes, yeah, he knows who he is. The thing he is, knows they're, who they're he saying is. it. Yeah, they all know who he is at this point. But I don't know. There's just a lot of I'm things that, didn't that, that aren't making that. sense. Like every time anybody's called him Obi Wan, he quickly I'm just Ben now. But like when yeah. he, when he's called General, he absolutely like takes. <laughs> he's like, it's yeah, Captain, I have no, I have no problem. Captain Jack Sparrow. <laughs> 
I have no problem with you calling me General. Don't call yeah, me Obi-Wan. Just... My name is Ben. But you can call me General. It's... So what? What's also really weird to me is all this stuff is going on. Now, I'm wondering how much does Vader know about what Reva is up to, right? Be or because... Or anybody else in the Empire. Is this just her own little mission that she's doing and she's just kind of using her resources that she's still semi-connected to in order to do this stuff with Leia? Because if the Empire knows what's going on here and they know about Leia, they realize that she's somehow connected to this and she's a Jedi sympathizer. How can she and the rest of the Organas be like starting the rebellion later on without being like really, really thick on the radar of the Empire? I don't know. That's know. one of my biggest issues with I this is they're know. they're giving her and the Organas so much like like same flares. reason why they're sending them up in the air and same it's reason like, hey, why Palpatine was same reason why Palpatine was the was the Sith Lord and yet he was still over doing it in the background. No, 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 that's different. That's that was him doing it in hiding and you know nobody knowing. Here things are coming out about these Organas, including Leia, and then what people just forget about it. So there's a difference now, between somebody no, they hiding kill it them and all. then it being no, they yeah, blow up the planet. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, later on, but I'm but talking they about. Still... I'm wondering they... if there's well, and and I'm reaching here, and I'm admitting I don't know a whole lot about this. Lee knows a, a lot more about the EU than I do. I'm wondering if there's some political element that's preventing the Empire from taking action. Against Alderaan against Organa. right now. I can yeah, see that. I, I, well, because Alderaan's not really part of anything exactly. big at this Exactly, so I'm wondering moment, if there's something, if, if there was like a, a, a I don't know, something, the, the is, something to what, make what, it make sense. So what Bail Organa did was kind of strange. Like, since he was not technically like a direct obvious sympathizer with, you know, with the Jedi or, you know, Force-sensitive people or any of these people who are resisting... Um, it would have made sense for him to, because he, he mentioned to, to Obi-Wan um, when he first says, I need you to help me find my daughter. Um, like, I can't go to the Senate because I can't trust them. It's like, yeah, well, now if they find out that you got this Jedi to go find find the kid, then you're putting your whole family and your whole planet at risk because they realize that you went behind the Senate, you know, and didn't ask them for help. So if he went to ask them for help and then he also asked Obi-Wan for help. That would have given him plausible deniability, you know, to to cover his own butt, and that would make more sense for the future. So nobody's looking at them directly, thinking that they're up to something, and they're sympathizing with Jedi. Unless he did go to the Senate, and they just didn't do it. They just didn't, didn't show it. Didn't he? Didn't he say something like, "I can't go to the Senate because I can't trust them"? Isn't that what he said when he was speaking to him in the cave there? I don't remember that. I thought he. I Unless thought he, he goes to somebody I don't remember. Else. I don't remember there any there being any Senate talk. I do remember th there's nobody else I would trust other than you. Like that's that's right. okay. Like he doesn't trust okay. anybody else. But did he right, go to right. the Senate and say it, knowing they would say no anyways? I don't know. It would. It, but it would have covered his butt. It, but it, I'm guessing it did, even though it wasn't shot and it wasn't in film and it wasn't maybe here. It's just the logical theory that makes sense. Well, that's why I'm saying it might be if that's what he did do then that might help explain a little bit more of why the heat is off the Organas. So, maybe... But we didn't maybe see it, it's, so we it's, don't it's, know. Still, it's still a stretch. Yeah, I know, Chuck. I get it. I get what you're saying, okay? You're laying it on pretty thick. I got it. But the point is... It's still a stretch. We, we don't know. <laughs> the problem is we are, again, watching something that's trying to fill in gaps from something that came out in 1977. 
and we're going to see it inconsistencies. And it's, it's I don't know, man. Rogue One did a pretty good job of filling in a whole bunch of gaps. There were really no inconsistencies They've, there. That's right. So how? Why can't we continue to go along that same path? Because uh, they path. used one line from the movie in New Hope <laughs> and made an entire movie out of it. Mm-hmm. And the reason why they could make it happen is because every character in that movie dies. Dies. Mm-hmm. And that's where we're running into an issue here because you killed off a character that's not supposed to die yet. And you're you're trying to make us you're trying to make the stakes high. This is the issue I had with. Uh, and you Better found Call the Saul. exit to a tunnel that no one knows where it is magically. So, like in Better Call alone. Saul, we we watched Better Call Saul where it was like it's after every it's before everything that happened in Breaking Bad. Why would I be interested in watching a show about things that are happening before a guy actually had to go into like hiding? They did that with Walking Dead. The whole whole thing with Better Call Saul is different because you're watching his descent into like the criminal underground. Right, but But, my point is when when you're looking at something and you're saying, my question is always, how are you going to get the stakes up high enough You know, where we're going to care that much? And it really comes down to the writing and consistency. You know, so we're like, okay, I can get into this. I can get into this. And you can start to forget about the stakes not being as high as they were later on. Well, they did that with Walking Dead and Fear the the Walking Dead. The stakes aren't high in this show because we know Leia's not going to die. We know Vader's not going to die. We know that Kenobi's not going to die. We know that Luke and and Owen and everybody's not going to die. All these main characters aren't going to die. Owen dies. Owen dies later. Um, Yeah. I mean, so does Kenobi then. (laughs) And then Luke eventually. But my point is, like, between here and, like, in this series, we're not going to see those deaths. So where, like... Man, I was Are hoping we really, for it. Mm, I don't know. I'm just wondering what we're actually going to see here. Like, what's going to be so shocking and big? Okay, we saw some characters that we were just introduced to that might die. Got it. Cool. Oh, she's, she, I, I bet you she dies. She might. Raven yeah. dies. So Yeah, probably. I, 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 I kind of agree with this. I think they're telling, uh, much like Boba Fett, how I thought that they were telling the wrong story there, I think they're telling the wrong mm. story here as well. I don't right. think it would. I don't think it's a good idea to bring anything Skywalker into the show. No, nope. If you're yeah. Vader, makes sense. That's what I was saying earlier. Vader makes complete sense. Bringing anything Leia into this or Luke into this is just—it's messy. Yeah, this is this is way too much. Well, if it's they did really with Leia, messy. what they did with—if they did with Leia, what they did with Luke, and <clears throat> unless of course was, they're planning on just flat out remaking New Hope. No, Ugh. it's gonna happen. No. It's gonna happen. No, they're they not. Will. Yes, they will. No, they, I don't. I don't think they just absolutely. Go that far. Yes, they will. They absolutely I, will. Once they put time travel in Star Wars, all bets are off, and we're done. They're oh my already gosh. done in Star Trek. I prom, I, they, they're gonna. Star it. Trek's always had time travel, though. That's what I'm saying. They've always they've they've had that, and that's what made Star Wars and Star Trek different because it wasn't so. Star Wars was never really reliant on the technology as much as it was reliant on the story. Um, I mean, I guess the same with Star Trek, but Star Trek had like new technology, new technology, new technology. Star Wars was it was a space western. It was like the technology exists, and they're just kind of living their life and going through what they need to go through. So when you start throwing in like, oh, here's a time machine, and we can go back here and do that. You open up tons of doors and you go here, there, and everywhere. And that's what, or, that's what ruins franchises. Or the way this, and I've had this thought, the way this season, series ends is Obi-Wan just does a mind wipe on Leia. 
That was the other you thought. Don't, we you you are not we going to remember me. You're not going to remember any of this. You're going to live a happy life. You, you don't need yep. this. The new film tentatively titled An Old Hope. <laughs> okay. No. It's no. They have. They already have talked about um, season two of, of Obi Wan Kenobi. Oh, there you go. Then. So there's there is that. There you go. Season one will anyway. be about Leia. Season two will be about Luke. There you go. Darth Maul. Yeah. Sure. Mm. Mm-hmm. But that would make some sense. I think we're done. We're running. Yeah, I think now. I think we're done with this. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a lot of things that we could look at and say this is inconsistent, doesn't match up to characters, and people are, like, out in the open, you know, how does this line up? We're going to run into this no matter what we do, you know? Uh, but overall, are we enjoying this series? I'd say we are. I am. You know, there are things there are things in it that we love, but there are also things that we're going to pick apart because that's just what we do. We pick things well, apart. I want things to make sense. If, if we, <laughs> if we just, if we just sat here and gushed about everything, it wouldn't be entertaining. <laughs> Not to us. I mean, I only argue with you guys because I feel like arguing because that's just you. You, you need to be a little bit more honest. You want all three of us to gush over Star Wars. You love Star no. Wars that much. You do. Listen. You really no. do. And there's no, nothing just, wrong I with have... that. I'm not. I'm not dog piling on you for this at all. But you do. It's an old hope. There you go. <laughs> no, I think it's. What I, are you giggling at? I Chuck? think it's. I, I. I tend to agree with Will on this one. <laughs> Typically, instead of just you know. I forgot what I was saying. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> um. Typically, like when it's Will and I, if we all agree and Will and I agree on the podcast, you'll disagree for the sake of disagreeing. Absolutely. It would be fantastic if you actually gave us your honest opinion on it, though. <laughs> well, that becomes my honest opinion because somebody has to fight for the little guy. No. Yes. Disney is not the little guy. <laughs> no, 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 no. But Hayden Christensen is not the guy. little guy. He's, no. Poor guy. Poor guy. Okay, let's He's six feet. He's six feet okay, tall. Okay, let's, let's, let's bomb <laughs> the prequel Star Wars trilogy. <laughs> then let's do a movie called Jumper and let's ruin that too. <laughs> what was wrong with Jumper? Uh, Hayden Christensen. <laughs> Hayden Christensen. <laughs> I'm sorry. Chris He's Evans. Listen to us right I'm now. Kidding. Chris, I'm Chris kidding. Chris Evans in a movie called Push, which is very similar. Uh huh. And jumper, pusher. No, push. Slipper, slider. Looper. And looper. <laughs> Jump, push, don't get me looper. Don't get me started on Looper. Yeah. God. Yeah. What a what a disaster of a film. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> what a disaster of right. film. I really um, I really need to go cuz I need to get more sleep. So oh. I'm going to right. call it All right. Well, thanks everybody for sticking around and listening to us go back and forth on the inconsistencies, the ever-growing inconsistencies of the Star Wars galaxy far, far away. We will catch you guys next week. Adios, amigos. Bye, everyone. Have a good one, people.